Yo fam, Coach Sam from Strong Gens Coaching back with another episode for you guys. And on today's episode, we're going over one of my hierarchies of needs uh, to living a more stress-controlled life, to live a better life. Um, I wrote a book called You're Not Stressed Enough. I wrote it back in 2016-17. I did try and self-publish it on Amazon, but I kind of messed that up. Um, And since then, I have not put it out. I may release it again. I want to go back and make some edits since it's been a long time. It's been about six, seven years. Um, How long has it been? Yeah. About six, seven years. That's crazy. Uh, Anyways, uh, the part I want to go over today is called HEAT. H-E-A-T. I have an acronym that makes out the word HEAT, and it's a hierarchy. Uh, These are some things that you can remind yourself of and focus on in order to take control back and feel good a lot of the time throughout your day, throughout your months, years, uh, walking this earth. Um, But before we begin, I got to remind you to please leave a five-star review if you haven't already. I would greatly appreciate it. Uh, I'm trying to grow this podcast to reach as many men as possible, and I need your help. It takes a tribe, gentlemen. I truly appreciate all the love and support. Hope you guys are enjoying this content. Uh, If you haven't, you can follow us on Instagram. I post a lot, stronggents underscore coaching. And if you haven't noticed the difference in my voice yet, um, I got a professional microphone, guys. Well, not professional. Uh, Professional one's probably a couple hundred bucks. This was a hundred and like ten dollars a nice road microphone it's a condenser mic so i should sound pretty even throughout even if i move a little bit further away which i am right now or if i move a little bit closer it should sound relatively the same but we're moving up in the world guys i'm trying to give you the best content possible uh so what do i want to talk about today well i had a conversation with a client earlier and they were just like i just let them talk and this happens a lot um but they were just ranting about how they just have no control over anything. They just feel they just feel completely out of control and out of whack and they're all over the place and they're always on the verge of a breakdown. And I was like, dude, there's there's a couple things that you can do or you can focus on to kind of bring some balance back. <clears throat> and that's what reminded me of my acronym uh, HEAT, H E A T, because I try and remind myself of this ever since I came up with it. Um, We're going to break it down. We're going to go over each one and why it's important. And you'll come to realize when you start thinking about yourself, when you feel irritable and out of control, that these relate to you. Uh, So we're going to start with the first letter, which is H in the word heat. And uh, the H stands for hungry. You know, I was telling my client, um, they struggle with eating throughout the day. Um, They're trying to lose weight and I set them up with a plan, but um, unfortunately, not a lot of people actually listen to what their trainers and coaches say, at least not right away, Um, or they they take the information, but they implement it in a different manner. I don't know why. It's a weird phenomenon, but a lot of clients do this until one day it clicks, and they're like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do, and as a trainer, you just have to say, yes, 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 that is, even though I've been telling you for a year now. Um, Anyways, the H stands for hungry, and this person was not eating consistent meals throughout the day, and they're trying to lose uh, lose weight. And so they're starving themselves throughout the day and then binging later on at night. Um, And they're still hitting their goals. They're staying within their calories. That works, but it's not efficient. And uh, they are a father of a few kids, and they have a full-time job, and they're constantly running around. And uh, I advised him. I said, listen, dude, uh, partially why you may be feeling irritable is the fact that you're starving throughout the day. Like when we are hungry as human beings, we are more irritable. 
uh, we have less energy and that less energy makes us less patient and that less patient makes us easier to trigger and, and become irritable and, and angry and snap. And uh, so being able to control your hunger or staying fed or fueling yourself throughout the day helps you deal with life stressors. Um, now, if you're going to be eating throughout the day scheduled meals, try and make them in accordance with your goals um, or with your lifestyle or, or, or with your um uh, specific circumstances like if you have digestive problems or you're trying to lose weight so on and so forth you can still set up a meal plan that supports those goals and those specific issues you're dealing with um, that allows you to fight off hunger remain fueled throughout the day to perform well and to allow you to hit all your goals so if you're someone who feels highly irritable when you're hungry well let's not be hungry that much anymore that's not to say you'll never be hungry but if we can fight it off a good amount to allow you to have a little bit more energy to give you the ability to remain patient in situations that may be a little stressful and to allow you to overcome them and deal with them in a better manner i think that's amazing so um if you're someone who doesn't really eat all day and then you binge at night and you find yourself irritable start eating earlier on um you know, schedule your meals and eat them within the within the same half hour every single day. You know, I've been eating the same foods uh, at the same time within the half hour for the past three years. And I mean, I've done this, you know, my whole personal training career, but the past three years have been way more hardcore because I've been dealing with digestive issues ever since getting COVID or the vaccine or both at the same time or some bacterial infection, which I had. Uh, any of the above could have attributed to the crazy gastrointestinal problems I was having. But in all, I had to get even more serious than I was with my food. And I was already pretty strict, but now I'm super strict. Um, and, you know, I work two full-time jobs. You know, I work my personal training business, uh, seven until three-ish. And then I come here and I work from 3.30 to 8.30 at night on my Strong Gents coaching for you guys to make it as good as possible and reach as many men as possible. Um, if you have any questions, reach, uh, reach out to me at stronggentscoaching at gmail.com. I'll get you started on the program, help you change your life. And, uh, I don't miss my meals guys. Like I work with people one-on-one for the first half of the day. I don't get a break. Uh, it's back to back hours, back to back people. Um, but I have my meal scheduled out. I've made my meals specifically to fit my lifestyle, my goals, my digestive system and my timing. And I, I eat my meals around the same time within the same half hour every single day. And it's the same stuff. And you know, I don't get hungry. Uh, people think I'm crazy when I say I don't get hungry. Um, I don't. And the reason I don't is because I have programmed my hunger signals. I have literally programmed my body to get hungry at certain times. And then I feed it at that time. Like I'll get hungry about 20 minutes before it's time for me to eat a meal. So let's say it's my first meal of the day. I usually don't get hungry for that meal until about 20 minutes. And then I'll be like, oh yeah, it's a, that hunger signal is a reminder. Oh, my meal is coming up. Then I have that meal. And I will not get hungry until about 20 minutes before my next meal. And that's just how I program my body. It wasn't like that in the beginning. I was very hungry before some of these meals because before I started this specific way of eating, like how many meals a day I eat right now, I wasn't do, I wasn't following that. I was following an intermittent fasting protocol. Um, so I wasn't eating in the morning. I, I didn't have two meals before 12 o'clock, whereas right now I do have two meals before 12 o'clock. Uh, so I had to train my body and my hunger, hunger signals to be ready for that new way of eating. And you can do that too. It takes like a week or two to readjust, 
But once you do that, you take control of your hunger. And then so you eliminate one of the things that can cause irritability um, and, and more stress in your life. Nobody likes to be hungry. We're not happy when we're hungry. We're not, <laughs> we're not in good moods when we're hungry. So that's the first letter of the acronym HEAT. And uh, to fight off hunger, you got to be a little bit more smart with your meals. Make yourself a meal plan and stick to it, all right? The, uh, the second letter in the acronym HEAT is EMOTIONAL, okay? Uh, if you find yourself being too emotional, we got to dial that in. Uh, and there's a few ways to go about that. But on the hierarchy of, of needs here, um, I think understanding your emotions at a deeper extent and trying to figure out how to uh, how to control them to an extent is going to benefit you. Because if you are a highly emotional individual, life is harder. Now, that's not saying you shouldn't feel emotions and deal with them. It's just to say if you're highly emotional to the point where something simple happens, something simply stressful happens, that's a normal everyday occurrence, but to you, you blow up or you just break down at, at the slightest of things, that's going to cause problems in your life and the people around you. So we need to gain some emotional control here. Now, that can come from building better relationships with your family and friends, uh, having converse, hard conversations with them, explaining some of the things that they may be, may be doing to hurt you or to frustrate you and to work together so um, you can become more emotionally stable. It could be going to see a therapist or talking to a group uh, to vent and get some of those deep emotional issues out. Uh, but if you are a highly emotional person to the point where you can't control it, and, and because of that, you are putting yourselves in situations you'd rather not be in, and those outcomes are negative when you become emotional, uh, we need to dial that in. Um, uh, Coach Greg, uh, he's been on my podcast a few times before. You know, He said, it's imperative as a man that when you are out in public, you remain steady in your emotional state. He said, never let them see you sweat. And I will tattoo that on my brain for the rest of my life. Never let them see you sweat. Inside the four walls of your house, do whatever you want. Okay, But when you're out in public, you have to remain calm or as calm as possible. Or if you do start to get emotional, you dial it back in really quickly. That's what he said. You bring it back in fast. And the reason being is because a lot of times when we get overly emotional, uh, especially in public around people, that word passes on. We don't want that to happen uh, situations can get out of hand. You can put yourself in legal trouble if you're out at a bar or something uh, and you punch somebody in the face, you get into a fight. Whatever the case may be, especially in today's world, people are a little nuts. You should just try and remain as monotone as possible in your emotional state while you're out in public and then work on dealing with those emotions if you feel emotionally unregulated uh, in the home and with a professional or with a group. Again, you can reach out to us at stronggenscoaching at gmail.com if you'd like some coaching to completely change your life. Um, we're going to move on to the next letter here. Now, a reminder, these, um, the acronym HEAT, H-E-A-T, uh, the elements of this acronym are big players in your ability to live a better life, right? Um, they're not all of them, but if you can dial in on these things, you'll notice that your life is more enjoyable, it's a little bit um, easier to navigate, and you'll find more success. So the next letter is A, and that stands for alone. And the reason this is on this hierarchy is because we are social creatures, 
But a lot of men, a lot of us tend to try and do things alone. And it's not good to do things in isolation. It makes life harder to deal with. It makes it harder to succeed. Uh, and we end up going crazy in our own minds. Um, I can tell you from personal experience, um, one of the worst times in my life is when I intentionally, although it was unconscious, I intentionally distanced myself from people when I was very depressed um, and was dealing with a lot of medical problems early on in my early 20s. I isolated myself from a lot of people and um, I ended up being a lone wolf without even realizing it was more sub unconscious than anything, although it was intentional. I was intentionally staying in and reading textbooks and intentionally, you know, uh, avoiding social situations because I was depressed. I didn't want to do it. But unconsciously, I was cutting people out of my life, not on purpose, just unconsciously. And I didn't realize I was leading down a lonely path lonely path. And life is harder when you're lonely, when you don't have that support, when you are alone, and you don't have to be a lone wolf. In today's world, and for a long time in the past, men have always believed that they needed to keep their chest high and, and be the lone warrior and the lone wolf and take things on themselves and attack life by themselves. And although that will happen at times in life, there's times where I have been alone and had to do things on my own. And I think that's necessary to uh, produce better personal growth and, and to develop your character. Uh, I think it's necessary to be alone at certain times in life so you can learn how to be alone with yourself. You can learn how to deal with your own demons and how to support yourself at the same token, at the same time. Um, it's important to build relationships. It is important to be social and network yourself. It's important for the time when times to, do get hard that you have people there to reach out to for different perspective and for support. It's necessary for a good, fulfilling, long-lived life. Uh, you will eliminate some unnecessary struggles by having people in your corner who can help you in specific situations that they may have already been through or they just have a good perspective on from knowing other people who have been through similar situations and can help guide you and offer a helping hand. There is no, I, how do I say this? There is no shame in accepting help, gentlemen, none at all. And uh, I would greatly walk side by side with somebody if it got my life in a better place than trying to um, do it alone, if it meant that I'd get there faster, safer, and more efficiently. Um, so if you if you feel alone and you, you don't know what to do, again, you can reach out to us at stronggenscoaching at gmail.com. Now, we're not going to be buddy buddies. That's not what I do in the program. But you'll have a coach there to meet with you once a week to check up and make sure you're following your fitness and nutrition protocols and to help you remind you to get out there and network yourself, so on and so forth. Um, we even have a, some people in the program who are social butterflies. And um, they are in the program to just take them to the next step. They want to dial in on their fitness and they want to get as physically fit as possible so they can keep crushing their careers. Um, those men are highly disciplined, highly driven, and highly motivated. Uh, and so for them, their check-ins are just updates. But sometimes... You know, you could be a successful person. I have a, some highly successful men in the program who are in the same spot as the other ones. They are social um, and they they have business connections and they do great and they are absolute killers in sales or whatever the case may be. Um, but they are a lone wolf and uh, they enjoy the camaraderie. They enjoy talking to somebody and, and shooting the shit and having a good conversation. So if you are interested uh, email me at stronggentscoaching at gmail.com and uh, I'll get you on the program. The last 
letter is T. That makes up the word heat. And it's the last uh, word of the acronym is tired. Because if you are tired all the time, gentlemen, your life is just going to be more difficult no matter what. Um, I was sleep deprived for two years, working my butt off. I was working 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. at night, Monday through Friday, and then 6 a.m. to 3 or 4 p.m. in the afternoon, Saturday and Sunday. I was living an hour away from work, making that commute. Uh, so I was commuting to work uh, around 4.45, 4.50 in the morning, and I would get home around um, like 10, 10.30, depending on how late I I stayed at the gym sometimes 11, and I'd fall asleep at 12 and wake up at 4 o'clock. Um, so I was really getting four hours of sleep for like two years, give or take some nights here and there. If I had a cancellation in the morning, I got to sleep in an extra hour. But the average was probably four hours and 45 minutes of sleep for two years, uh, and I suffered because of it for sure. I definitely suffered because of it, uh, sleep-deprived, and um, I, I wish I can go back and change it, although I put myself in a fantastic position from working so hard. I think I could have worked smarter, not harder back in the day. But hey, you learn as you go along. Uh, that's another thing. Work smarter, not harder. And um, a good thing that uh, a good thing you could do if you are tired all the time, because being tired all the time makes you irritable. It's like being hungry all the time. You're irritable. Um, you're, you lack patience. You get very aggressive when you're tired. Um, you don't feel good. You actually make bad food choices when you're overly tired because your body is craving energy. So it starts to crave sweets. So you start to reach for the desserts and the candies or whatever's in front of you to keep your brain going, to keep your body going. Um, it's not good. Lack of sleep is not good. You don't recover as quickly. You don't recover fast. Your workouts are harder. You feel like you're dragging. You reach for the caffeine. You overdose on the caffeine. Then you have a crash. You can never catch up. If that sounds like you, you should prioritize and focus on on getting better sleep. And it, it, and you have to train yourself to get better sleep. Now, uh, after those two years of working those crazy hours, um, it was it was rough trying to reset my sleep. It took a couple months, but. Um, you know, I was dedicated to do it. I trained myself. I kept my phone out of my room. Uh, I made sure to get in bed at the same time every single night. Um, and, and I tried these these habits. I did some nighttime breathing. I did some nighttime stretching. Not long, not long. Maybe took three minutes total to do both of those, you know, three total minutes. Um, but I was just trying some tactics. And, and I think really over everything else, over everything I did, whether it was breathing, the stretching, keeping the phone out of the room, I think it was training myself um, I got in bed and the lights went off at a certain time. And I think it just took um, my body a, a certain amount of time, you know, four weeks to adjust to that. Uh, but I was dedicated to it because I know how important sleep is. Now my sleep is better. I'm not the greatest sleeper in general. I never have been. I get it from my father. He's a terrible sleeper also. Uh, so I think part of it is genetics. You know, I am more of a high-strung, high-wired guy myself. So sleeping, you know, as a personal trainer, it's an interesting concept because I work with people one-on-one -on -one every single day for hours at a time. And during these sessions, they are just talking about themselves. Of course, I mention things about my life. They ask me questions from time to time. But a lot of times, people are just talking about themselves or about events happening around. And so throughout the entire day, especially when I was working with 15 people a day, that's 15 conversations a day, that's 15 different people's lives being told to me every single day for years on end. Um, and I'm not the only trainer who does that, of course. Um, but in general, you know, I go to work nine hours out of the day, you hear somebody's life story, everything that they have going on, all the problems that they have, everything that's going on in their life. Uh, there's music on in the background, there's other people in the gym. So you never have a chance to actually think about your shit and think about 
all the things that you're dealing with and all the things that you have to do. So then when I would get home uh, after work, you know, that's when all my shit would hit my head, hit my brain. And I couldn't stop thinking. And I'd be up till 2 a.m. thinking about my shit because I didn't get to think about it during the day. So it's a weird phenomenon as a personal trainer. But, um, you know, so it's partially genetics, partially, you know, you as a person and partially your sleep habits, you know. So um, I would focus if you're someone who's tired all the time on getting better sleep. Put the phone away, turn the lights off and train yourself like I did. Train yourself to get better sleep and aim for at least six hours, you know, um, Obviously, eight is great, seven is good, and six is okay. Uh, but if you're getting less than six right now, I'd aim for six. Then I would aim for six and a half, then seven, then seven and a half. Um, I do best with between six and a half and seven and a half hours of sleep myself. Uh, if I get eight, that's great, but it's just not realistic for me at the moment in my life. Um, and my body ends up just waking up anyway. So, But uh, it's not good to be tired all the time, like I mentioned before. So get ahead of that. Work on your sleep schedule. Work on your sleep in general and uh, start to feel better. That's it, guys. That's the acronym HEAT, H-E-A-T. If you get these four things under control, if you can start to control your hunger, if you can start to gain some emotional control, if you can start to gain more social connections and and not be so isolated, and if you can uh, regain some sleep and fight off your tiredness, uh, you will live a more functional and uh, happier life. And I use happy... Uh, lightly because everybody's definition of happy varies and I don't necessarily believe happiness is something we should strive for I think it's something a state of living that we enter into from time to time uh, and it's made easier to enter into time to time when we have some things dialed in like hunger like our emotions like our social connections and our sleep that's all I got for you guys today I hope you guys like this new mic I don't know how it sounds hopefully it recorded everything if it didn't that would suck um if you guys can please if you haven't already leave a five-star review and share this episode with two friends i greatly appreciate it much love gents don't forget the motto here we got two of them train your life to change your life because i truly believe you can train small aspects of your life every single day to see a positive result in the future and our other motto which i should make t-shirts of right now get strong and stay strong The world needs strong men, gents. You are one of them. Until next time, peace out.